Hey everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of Spoiler Force Podcast. You can find more episodes on any podcasting platform such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe and make sure to follow Spoiler Force Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch. Hey, what's up Ranger fans? This is Steve Cardenas, aka Rocky the Red Power Ranger, and you are listening to Spoiler Force Podcast. Morphin' Time! So this is episode 88 of Spoiler Force Podcast. My name is Ricky, and thank you for tuning in. This episode is definitely a spoiler, so if you have not read the Attack on Titan manga, please do, and that way you can tune in and listen to our thoughts on this, uh, on the overall story, and you can listen to the entire episode. Just want to let the listeners or watchers know about this episode. So if you haven't yet, you can skip this episode, but please do read the Attack on Titan manga. And also, I do want to take this time as well. Um, this this episode will probably drop around the same weekend as the Attack of Titan Season 4 anime review. So I think it'll be a week from today. Uh, today's date of recording is the uh, 10th. So I do want to just take this time and uh, just say a quick word for uh, for DMX. Rest in peace to DMX, who's passed. Um, for those of you who don't know, DMX is a uh, rapper. Earl Simmons, uh, someone that's been a big part of my life growing up because my dad enjoyed his music when I was a kid. So I do want to just say rest in peace to DMX and uh, condolences to his family. And I mean, obviously, we all enjoyed his his music. Bobby, I know you enjoyed his music as well. Oh, man, X going to give it to you, man. He's, he definitely <laughs> played a big role in music, everything. Influential high school, listening to him, Rough Riders, everything. So, yeah, it's, it's a very, very sad day for hip hop. So, And... Speaking of my guest here, uh, this is my cousin Bobby as well. He's uh, new to the podcast. One of my one of my many cousins from Texas. And uh, for the listeners, if you don't know by now, my family is huge when it comes to just having cousins and um, aunties and uncles. And so, if I if I could, I could actually have like maybe like forty something episodes if I had each of my individual cousins on the podcast. That's how that's how big my family is. Um, but hopefully, if you guys do enjoy like seeing my family on the podcast from time to time, let me know in the comments or email me or message me or whatever. But yeah, this topic for this episode is the Attack on Titan manga review. Um, so I'll just get started with how I started reading the manga, really. If you haven't seen my post, I made this post about uh, Hajime Isayama, the author, on my Facebook for the Sword of the First podcast Facebook page, uh, thanking him about... Uh, the, writing a story about Aaron who sought freedom and whatnot. And uh, I was actually attending Macomb Community College at the time when I first watched the uh, season one for Attack on Titan. I was still, I think it was like 2013, early 2014. I was uh, my early 20s or so. And I, I was at my uh, cousin Lee's house. He's uh, also known as Lemon Dome. If you haven't checked out Lemon Dome's content, please do. Um, but I was at his house. He introduced me to it. He's like, yo, this is like the next hot thing. Just watch it. I'm pretty sure you'll like it since it's not like typical shonen stuff. And that first episode, I was just hooked. Seeing Aaron's mom get killed. And then uh, later on in the next couple episodes where Aaron gets eaten, I was absolutely hooked. And uh, throughout my college semester, whenever I had breaks in between class, I found every way to just watch an episode until I caught up. And then, uh, 
yeah, and then from from the hiatus that they had between season one and two, I just read the manga and caught up to where it's at now. So for the past eight years or so, I've read this manga, waited every month for a chapter, pretty much advertised this series to everyone that I know. I talk about recommending the comic book saga to everyone. That's how I was with Attack on Titan. Uh, I was like, you guys got to read it. It's some woke shit. It, it's real. It's real. It's a, it's a fantastic story. And now that it's done, it's about a week or so. That, it, don't, it actually ended this week yeah. uh, from today's recording. But it'll be a week when this episode drops. But yeah, man, um, it, it's phenomenal. And Bobby, when did you first uh, get into Attack on Titan? Well, I, honestly, getting into Attack on Titan was something else. <laughs> it was same, similar to you. Uh, I had my friend Belky. It was the one telling me like, "Yo, you gotta check Attack of Titans out. It's it's a it's a great anime. You it's unpredictable. People you think you're gonna survive die, and so I was like, all right, you know what? Let's check it out. I mean, I, I I still remember the first episode, just seeing the naked dude running at you like flimsy arms and everything, freaked the shit out of me. Like I was like <laughs> nightmare for days, and I was like, why is this? Why are these people just running around naked, like eating other people? It, it really was traumatizing." But I mean, ever since then, after that, like I, the the one thing I did like about it the most was that, like you said, I told you, it's just you, it was unpredictable. You didn't know who was gonna die. Like I said, when Aaron, when you said when Aaron got killed, got killed, I was all like, yo, he was the main character. Like, how, who's gonna <laughs> carry this story? You know, they, they emphasize so much on this guy, his parents, and I was like, oh, I guess it's Mikasa. I was like, damn, they hope they don't kill her. You know, side note, she is probably my favorite character, but. Yeah, I mean, it, ever since then, I mean, uh, I, I've watched all of season one, and then, like you said, they went on hiatus for a while, and um, I just kind of didn't even pay attention to it until it came back for season two. Uh, as for the manga itself, I didn't get into it until this season when you started telling me that, hey, you just got to read it, man, because it, it gets crazy. Like, everything gets crazy. And I'm like, you know what? I can't wait for this to keep going. So after <laughs> I think uh, I forgot what episode it was from this season, I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to read it. And like you said, how far did you get? Did you get to this? And I'm all like, yo, I'm already here. And you're like, damn, you, you're that far ahead. I'm like, I'm telling you when I, when I, when I'm on it, I'm on it. And I'm just going through them. I'm just reading, I'm reading. I'm like, Hey man, I'll be in bed just scrolling through and then, okay, I'm tired. Go to sleep and wake up and just read the next few. So trust me, when I get when I get hooked, I get hooked. That's why I told you, like, I don't want to read a manga unless a lot of it's out to the point where I can, like, enjoy it all the way to the end. Basically, like, how this is. Like, I caught it at, right at the end and I was had to be impatient for two months for the last two. And then I was able to enjoy <laughs> it. You know what I mean? So same like i said naruto when i naruto was probably the only uh, only other one that i uh, read the manga every thursday woke up yep i checked on it and read it right before i got up to go to work and everything so and it, it dragged me on because like you said you're just waiting you know you're just waiting for the next one the next one and so like i said luckily i caught this one at the end so it wasn't too bad so I do want to just uh, pick up from where you left about Naruto, man. Like I remember those days where me and you used to always like wait for the issue and like, did you read it yet? Did you read it yet? It just, <laughs> it was. I, I gotta say, like I haven't been invested into like manga like this since really Naruto and Bleach. Um, those are the last two mangas that I was really into and, and uh, like delved deep into and being invested in. Attack on Titan was that next big thing for me besides like aside from like demon slayer and some of the current stuff now that's mainstream but man i i i guess with naruto i was so like at least it was just weekly but with attack on titan having it monthly i, I couldn't yeah. i hated it i hated but, it 
being I, monthly. It, it sucked being monthly, but then the cool thing about it, it was long. So yeah. you, you enjoyed it and they put a lot of content. Like even this last one, I, I had to go back and read it like three or four times just to see if I missed anything and, you know, make out the characters and get the feeling for what they were doing and everything. So I literally finished reading it again just right before all this, right before I messaged you. <laughs> so I was all like, hey, man, I want to make sure I'm on point with whatever I'm talking about and everything. So same thing. Side note. How far, uh, how far did you get in Bleach? I, I mean, I, I read some of the manga, but I didn't get that far into it. So, The last arc I read for Bleach was when uh, Ichigo had the Soulbringer. I think, I think that's what his power was. When he lost his Bankai, and then the, the next group of people came and gave him like this new power, and then he gained uh, his Bankai back. Back, okay. Yeah, that's the last thing I read. But after that, I just dropped it. I hated it. When they uh, went to like, the whole Quincy thing, and then Ichigo had like all these powers and by the time i knew it they're like let me just make him goku man like they gave him too much powers but yeah. I, see the only thing i like though about bleach was the captains and i i know that we kind of spoke about uh hitsugaya and and how you don't like how they did hitsugaya uh, dirty like that they did him so wrong they built, <laughs> they built him up to this character that's supposed to be like the next big next big thing and he can't even beat like side characters you know <laughs> so you're just like Dude, get your life together, man. <laughs> I think him and Kenpachi were the only two characters that I was really uh, wanting right. to see after like they picked up the manga again because Hitsugaya's Bankai was incomplete. And then uh, oh, okay. Kenpachi's Bankai was never revealed or he never like used it. But yeah. then in the manga, they just kind of fan serviced it. I yeah. don't know if you read, like, do you want to know what happened or do you, do you know already? I mean, as far as I, the last thing I read on that, Every, anything with Bleach was the, um, I think it was the Quincy's or something. Like they basically, because I guess in the, in the beginning, they, they revealed that they all got an, uh, annihilated. But then you find out that there's a few that survived and they go and attack kill basically all the Soul Reapers or something like that. And so right now they're fighting against them. That's the last I heard about it. And that's why I was asking, like, how far did you get on it? Because I, I wanted, I, I kept trying to read it, but I just couldn't get into it. Like I would get yeah, into yeah. other things. I think, I, I guess I'll just say it, but like Hitsugaya's Bankai is like, he just becomes an adult. What? Yeah, he, he has like an adult form. Oh, well, but then, yeah. and then Kenpachi's, he be, I think it's more like, I mean, I don't know. I think Kenpachi's, I forgot what exactly what it was. If, listeners are or, or people who are watching can correct me as well and he just goes into like a rage form like a monster form yeah because i remember um, something they were talking about like um hey you have to be able to talk to the sword but he would never talk to it or something and yeah. then right when he un unlocked it he was like oh why is it talking to me i just remember seeing a, a drawing of that like oh it's talking and he's just like oh i this is the power or something like that. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, I gave up on bleach. I think honestly, I think once Naruto ended, I just was like, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was so long and convoluting, but yeah. I, I liked it. I honestly, I enjoyed it much more because unlike the anime, there was no fillers. Yeah. So it, it, you were able to get straight to the point with the, with the, uh, manga yeah. and, and you know being straight to the point attack on titan is super direct with how they write their stories and i'm surprised that even now with the with their anime there's no fillers or i mean there are there's like ovas and, and side stories but they're practically just almost page for page with the manga maybe maybe with the, some exceptions of a few changes yeah maybe some minor changes but other than that i i really enjoyed attack on titan and uh what were, what were your thoughts overall as a series? Just overall, what, what's your thoughts on overall? Since this is already spoiler, so I can reveal. I loved it. 
I mean, I enjoyed it. Like I said, a lot of people don't know, but like the way Aaron turned, you know, it's just like he played it perfect. He played it like I'm, I'm going to do this. I don't care. I'm going to turn on my friends. And like I, I know we spoke on it. It was just kind of like I, I kind of knew he was doing that on purpose. Like he was like, OK, I got to turn my friends away. I got to be an asshole. I got to be that dude that that pushes all my friends away so they can uh, hate me and then like a, like uh, Mika since uh, Mika so is the one that kills him, you know. Uh, he I, I believe he drew, truly did it because he knew that in his heart she has she has to be the one that killed him. You know, there, there was a lot of fan theories with how uh, I guess I guess for the, the animes the anime only watchers that the, there's a lot of fan theories of how either how Aaron's gonna die or if he's gonna rule, and uh, the thing is. The Ackermans between Levi and Mikasa. Uh, I always thought that one of them was going to go. I, I was not expecting both of them to survive, but uh, I always thought that either it was either going to be Levi or, or Mikasa that took out Aaron, um, or even Armin, really, because Armin. I always felt like Armin was the one narrating this the story. story. Yeah. No, um, I mean, I mean, technically, yeah. Levi got taken out. He's just not dead, you know. He's <laughs> <laughs> so fucking OP, man. Ah, uh, dude. But I'm just telling, like, even right now, when they're like, because uh, you know where the anime left off him blowing up, I'm, and then my, Lynn was like. Is he dead? I was like, he gets pretty fucked up though. <laughs> he's pretty fucked up right now. And so, like, I mean, it's just funny because, like, like you said, like the the, the anime watchers and not the manga readers, you're like, ah, they're, they're all asking, like, what's happening right now? Is he dead? Like, that's that's a fucked up way to kill Levi, you know? So, I'm like, ah, there's so much I want to say, but I can't. See, I, I'm surprised that in the uh, in season four they didn't show his like aftermath. They just show him getting blown up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because in, in the manga we see his aftermath. Maybe like uh, a, maybe within that same chapter or a f- yeah. one or two chapters after. Um, but we do see his aftermath, and it's crazy that Levi survived that uh, at points. What point blank? Point and, blank, basically. Yeah. And then even at that, like. Uh, him to still be able to move and use yeah. ODM gear and everything like that is like yo, he is OP, but man, he's a G dude. He can't don't fuck up the Zacherman's. <laughs> Honestly, that that's I I I always thought one of them was gonna go. That that's how I always envisioned it because I I felt like they were too powerful uh, I, as characters. But I, I feel that they wrote them that way because, like you said, remember uh, the part at the end where uh, the second to last manga. He, uh, Levi was like, anybody who can't transform, so the Ackermans and all the Titans that can't basically be affected by the fog, get away. So I think they wrote two Trump players, you, as you could say, into the manga to kind of give them an edge. And I, that's how I feel like the, both Levi and uh, Mikasa are. So they're just that, that Trump card to keep everyone in check. Uh, yeah, they, they, I don't know. I, I Like I said, I, I just feel, felt like it would have made more sense that one of them went because they they're both too. It's like having, they're like the equivalent to Kaiba's blue eyes, white dragons, you know, like they're always going to be super powerful. Super OP. Yeah. And <laughs> they're like you said, they're trump cards that they're, they're what's like their, their power moves or yeah, they keep everyone in check. Pro gamer yeah. moves. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. 
I mean, they're really good counters compared to all the other characters. I mean, just think about it. Like when the season started this this year, I mean, Mikasa fucking destroyed the uh, armor titan. You know what I mean? Or the hammer <laughs> titan, the war hammer titan. You know. And so it's just like, yeah, of course they're gonna be a little op. And then uh, obviously Levi will always own the fucking eight monkey or the eight titan. You know. So <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like they're 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 a necessary. I feel that they're a necessary trump card needed to to kind of keep it in check. Because like if they didn't have them in check. Dude, it, I mean, honestly, it, it would be kind of boring, you know? Like, nobody else is a very good fighting character inside of Attack on Titan besides Mikasa and Levi, so... It's a tough one, man. And the fact that, like, th their equivalent, their strength is, like, doubled compared to everyone else's, I, I think that's what gives them a, a real good edge, along with, like, the mental capacity of them not being affected by the uh, the Titan's abilities. Yeah. Like, how Aaron can control everyone or turn people into Titans and stuff like that. Yeah. Or how Zeke can do it. Not Aaron, but how Zeke can, can turn the people into Titans. So. But, yeah, I think overall, though, this this story that Isayama wrote, man, it's it's fucking fantastic, man. It, it really it, is. It, it, like, like I've said before, like, I joke about it. it. It's some woke material because it really does show how crazy the world can be and, and how simple things like conspiracies could um really affect like people's narrative on life or, or even like the propaganda that gabby's exposed i know you hate oh. gabby i know no, you <laughs> but i hate her but i completely agree everybody everybody that i speak to about attack on titan and they say the same thing like oh gabby's just a victim of you know the world that she's the environment that she's in i completely agree with that that still doesn't mean I don't like her. I mean, I can't <laughs> like her, you know? I, I mean, obviously, it's not her fault, but, I mean, do better. I mean, give it, you know, close, closer to the end, she started realizing it. But, I mean, come on. Like, I don't know. Whatever, man. Yeah, it's... It, it's it, like the the real life applications of this story. I I love it. It's it's ahead of its time, really, and it applies so much for what's happening in today's. Oh. Like to think to think like right Isayama wrote this story back in like oh eight oh nine. Yep. And like eleven years later, it's still relevant till today. Yep. I'm I'm so glad like this this there's something that can that folks can actually read, even though it's fiction. It's still. There's still a lot of realism. In yeah, it. But it hits. It hits on so many different points that you you just got to look at it from the outside in, see it. You actually you can see it in today's world going on with everything going on. You can see it. So I mean, just, you just deal with crazy people and like you said, conspiracy <laughs> theories and just yeah. assholes and everything. So I mean, yeah, I mean, like you said, it's it's spot on. Great story, great everything. I think it, the way it, it came and ended was i liked it i don't know i mean i never how, how did you feel about it how it ended yeah or uh i, I guess for the ending overall I, I kind of once once they killed aaron i i figured i was like okay i i kind of see where it's going um and then did you read this did you read the spoilers at all that leaked no, I didn't. Uh, the only thing that I saw was the one that you sent me where they showed the last drawing, that panel of the last picture, and it was just like an etch of it or something. So I, yeah. I assumed it was going to end on that, but it was more of like three-fourths of the way, I guess you could say, of the manga. Yeah. And, I'm kind of glad like that wasn't like the last panel. Oh, <laughs> same, dude. Like, I, I'm gonna, like, we talked about all the, the, like, the possible endings. And so, and then like a lot of them made complete sense like i i thought it was going to end like that one that you said that you know the reincarnation you know 
And so I was like, that that would be a good way to go, you know. But at the end, uh, I already knew it, Aaron wasn't going to survive, you know. So uh, I, once you got that out, you, you, everything else kind of just fell into place where it may be. So it, it, I guess the best way to put it is it ended the way it should have ended. I felt that it could the best yeah. way for it, I guess you could say, a happy ending. Which, which is which is true though, because I think I don't know if it was a quote in the story or it was by Isayama, but I read something on like those post and they're like you can't give a horror story an ending or happy ending yeah a lot of folks thought that that was the case like even if aaron dies what's the aftermath for or the consequences of his actions or even if he if he did does if he completes the rumbling he destroys the world anyway even in the last chapter you learn he took out 80 percent of the population already. yeah all the forests are done yeah <laughs> I guess we can dig a little bit into the chapter 139. Even if Aaron uh, was killed, Armin, and, and they all know like there's still people out there that are going to resist them. Yep. And I think Aaron kind of figured like his real goal was just to save his people from yep. Titans and all that. He just released them from this curse. Yep. And I think that was his goal. I, I think people kind of overthought or overshot his idea of saving the world versus him saving his people. people. Yeah. And I, 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 and I'm at fault for that too. I, I did overlook that. And when I reread the chapter, I'm like, okay, it makes more sense for him to save his people versus being like, uh, I, I haven't watched Code Geass, but our cousin Mong does and or has, and he keeps egging me to watch it. Um, the character Leiluk or Leilush or whatever how you say his name, he he saves the world in in that story by being the bad guy, or like how Itachi attempts to save the world by being the bad yeah. guy. Aaron just saves his people. He's like, fuck the world. I'm just yeah. trying to save my people. So I, I, it makes sense that it's, it has it's more to relatable. I think yeah. it's more relatable. Cause like, I mean, you think about it, who would, I mean, come on, who would really, Oh, I will sacrifice myself for the world. But realistically, yo, I'll, I'll protect myself from my family. You know, I'll sacrifice myself, you know, realistically, you know? And I think the way that he, he wrote it was perfect too. Just kind of like, Hey, I'm going to uh, even take it out everybody else, all the Eldians on that, that side of the world to give my people more time to recover and prepare themselves. Because, correct me if I'm wrong, when I read this, he, he, they were building their army still, right? I think they were building something yeah. for retaliation. Yeah, like even after Aaron passed, the, the Eldians all united under that, like the Jaeger faction or something like that. Yeah. And, excuse me, they were building up their army because in case there was retaliation from the other surviving people. Yeah. And excuse me. Uh, I, I feel like Aaron just had faith in his people and Historia and the surviving Eldians or the former Titan shifters to yeah. give peace to the world. So I think he left that job for them, which I thought was fantastic. Yeah. I, I really liked that at the end, Aaron still loved his friends and still had faith in them versus just quitting on everyone and like no i'm i'm, I'm doing about, this. yeah this is yeah me. yo let me take over this is mine no well, i really like that i did too I, I enjoyed i the way he wrote it and the way like they scripted it yo you know even the the part where he's like you know i do love mikasa i don't i want her to think about me i want her to remember me you know while i'm gone and everything like that yo it, it like it hit like it to his his realism you know what i mean like like yeah, you're, you're kind of hitting that, that much Oh, was that? I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. It made it more human. It yes. showed that side, you know? It showed that side, like, yo, I don't want to die, you know? I still want to be here. I want to live. I want to do all this. But I know at the end of the day, I have to do this, you know? It sucks. 
you know i i, I low-key like teared up reading that part oh dude yeah because like the the voice actor yuki kaiji for for uh aaron he's so good and i can see why the voice actor cried for aaron because just because uh i guess some of the anime news is like he read the, the he got to read the the last notes for attack of Titan before it was published and he he legit cried reading it so i can see why he, he cried for aaron and and when i read that i i, I almost shed a few tears because you, like you said you see the the humanism of aaron and the fact that he's still a young adult yeah you know, he knows he knows that he's gonna die he knows that he can't be with mikasa and finally at the end though like i'm not a huge shipper person but the fact that damn it we all knew he he fucking loved mikasa like it wasn't not so much that he hated, like <laughs> what he said to her but yeah. the, the fact is like throughout the entire series he doesn't show any, any romantic feelings any emotions her. besides yeah. the you know the fucking scarf <laughs> yeah the scarf or just like the fact that he was like so cold-hearted to her like it's your blood why do you think you your head hurts you know because you're fighting you're fighting your natural instincts to be this person which you know you, you're not even free you know <laughs> See, i wanted to punch aaron when he said that shit too i was like hey, you're an asshole, bro like, come on man these, these are your homies they, they they've been there for you from the beginning they saw your mom die they you know, you know what I mean? They were they've been there for you and for you to do this shit to them. I was I was livid too, man. So I was like, Ooh. <laughs> but then like I said, you know, when you when you sit back and look at it and you're like, okay, he he's he, a lot of people questioned it. A lot of people, I me, mean, even like I said, talking to people that watch the anime, they're like, yo, dude, what the fuck's going on with Aaron? Like, is he an asshole now or something? I'm like, he he like you said, he he turns pretty bad, dude. You know, he fucks things up, but at the end, you know, he redeemed himself. So, yeah, I, I think Aaron's like I, I know people like to compare him to like Light Yagami and the, again the main character from Code Geass. And the fact is, like, I, I like Aaron's character because he's he's just so youthful. Like, there's like I guess just looking back at our lives and being that youthful, there's a good innocence to it with him dying so young like that and and being a martyr versus him let's say like versus like Levi, who's an adult already, who's experienced life and who is willing to die, but can't, yeah. <laughs> but, but Aaron, Aaron, on the other hand, he had so much things that he really wanted to do. Again, he, he wanted to be with Mikasa, even in the alternative timeline that, that they showed when him and he ran away with Mikasa, there was inedible an inedible. I can't even say it right. There was a impossible route of him dying oh. due to the curse. And the fact is that, like, even if they ran away, Marley would have still attacked them. They still would have died. Nothing would have happened. Like, nothing could have been saved. Yeah. And, and I just feel bad for him, man. Like, you just see how how much he had. He knew what he had to do to save what he what he wanted to cherish. And I, I really like that. You know, at the end where they uh, they they use the bird to symbolize Aaron, and that that. Right there, but once they once they kind of did that at the ending of the manga, I'm like, man, you think back to the beginning of the story of the manga or the anime, and even all the openings of, of the story, like because I told you to to, to kind of keep a close watch on the openings for Attack on Titan, how there's like spoilers or like oh, yeah, metaphors yeah. there, like there's always birds, there's always wings, <laughs> there's always like something in there, and I I guess like showing or using a bird to represent Aaron to, to be truly free, free yeah. man, that, that, that's some like heart strings pulling type yeah. shit. Like, I, I really enjoyed that. Uh, it's a, using that as a uh, representation for Aaron. And I, I, 
I guess like for for the last part, just seeing how Mikasa was dealing with Aaron's death. Did, did you do you like that Mikasa was by herself now, or do you think she should have? I guess in a way, do you feel like she should have been with someone at the end? Now I, I like the way it ended because or her by herself because you the whole storyline she was by Aaron's side the whole time. You know she. So to, to make her, let's just say, go with Armin at the end or anybody at the end, I feel it would have ruined the story. You know? oh, that'd be such a low blow. She it was really with Armin. Like, Yo, I'm ride or die with you, Aaron. Oh, you're dead. What up, you know? Oh, my God. Like, I would be so pissed at Armin. Next, yo. You know, like, it's so weird, you know? Like, I, I, I feel they did justice to it. You know, they, they, kept it, they kept it true. You know, it shows how, how much she loved him. And how much she's willing to go through it. Like the the one question I was gonna ask you about it, you know the part where uh, in the manga where Aaron and uh, oh, I can't even think of his name now. Aaron and uh, Armin, Armin, Aaron and Armin were talking, and then they're all like uh, they're talking about uh, Ymir, and then like she she went through all this for King Fritz, and but she realized something, and and it was Mikasa. So I'm assuming she saw a side of her inside of Mikasa. Is that? how you interpret it or and see that that's okay before we get into like because that, that's one thing i wanted to, to talk oh, okay. about like on certain okay. things so oh no no it's a it's fine it's, okay. you, it's great that you brought it up it's like certain parts of the again this anime is not perfect but i i thought overall it was great but there are plot holes or plot points in the story which i'm like damn they could have wrapped it up better like the fact that they used you that they just like ymir just loved king fritz and that was it and there's no explanation. Like even Aaron yeah. was like, I, I don't know why she felt like that. She just did. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I kind of, I in a sense, I kind of see it. It, I, you see the type of love Ymir had for King Fritz. I'm assuming is a reflection of Mikasa and her love for Aaron. You know, it's bl it's blinding. I guess you could say to the point where even though he's wrong, like when him and uh, Armin were arguing and she stopped him. You know. From uh, yeah. hitting, yeah, you know what I mean. So it's it's kind of similar in a sense. That's how I took it, and and then uh, but then it's just very confusing that to me that when he was when they're in that dream world or whatever, and then she's all like, it's it was Mikasa. And I was like, wait, so is she saying that she saw a part of Mikasa in her? That's why she allowed Aaron. I, or I think maybe Ymir kind of in a sense. I think Ymir did see a part of herself in Mikasa seeing that someone who was willing to to die for their loved one. Yeah. But I think the difference was the fact that Mikasa couldn't be affected by the Titans. So I, yeah. I feel like you can't really like like we were saying earlier with Levi and Mikasa, you can't predict them. They they yeah. they're on their own. Yeah, yeah. They're in their yeah. own league. So I think with Mikasa, I think the fact is that like she's I guess the fact that she could she was willing to to kill Aaron. Like yeah. she knew she had to kill him. Yeah. Regardless of how she felt. And I think that's what something you Ymir, the original founder, I think that's something she couldn't do. Yeah. Which is like she was trapped in the paths all those years for two thousand years. She was because she was still I guess she loved Fritz so much that she stayed in the paths versus Mikasa. She she chose to out of her love, she chose to get rid of Aaron and kill him. So I I think that with that spectrum, I I I think Ymir that's why like I think that's why like in chapter one thirty eight, Ymir was like creeping in the back. She's like <laughs> like, you know, she's like, yes, yo, yo what's there? <laughs> <laughs> Need some help over there. <laughs> right. It's, like, it's kind of like seeing the the river card in poker when you like see your yeah. game in a card. She's like, yes, you know, like 
Like it happened. Yeah. And just like, I kind of wish they touched up more on that though. Like she she was just creeping in the back, and then that was it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they'll, they'll in the uh, in the anime they'll go deeper into it. But yeah, there's a bunch of questioning that I have. So like another question I have, like if if Levi and Mikasa aren't affected by the Titan's powers, how does she not remember all the talking that Aaron did? Whenever, because I'm assuming he wiped uh, Armin's memory, right? When they had all that. And he's like, oh, you'll remember it once you kill me or something. I I think with the paths, I don't think Levi and Mikasa are affected by it. Okay. At least I don't think so. That's I what mean, I assumed. Because there was that one point when they were on the ship and everyone joint was in the paths with them, like Reiner, Annie, and all of them. They were all yeah. together and then Aaron was talking to them. I don't yeah. recall if... Uh, if anyone who's if anyone's listening to this episode, please correct us too. I I don't recall. Damn, I should have went back and read it. But I I don't recall Mikasa or Levi being able to hear Aaron or being in those paths. But I I don't I think just being Ackermans, I don't think Aaron could reach them or affect them like that since they can't turn or yeah, change. they could be affected by it. So that's what that, I guess that's what confused me a little bit too was the fact that because at the end when she was carrying his head, she was just kind of like okay he. Uh, you remember everything now, don't you? Or after after he did their flashback or whatever, and Armin came to normal when after they killed him and everything. So I assume that she was affected by the mind wipe too. If anything, I feel like she probably remembered the alter an alternate timeline or something. Oh, okay. Because her headaches, like she. Oh yeah, she kept having those headaches too. Yeah. So, so her headaches were like the. I guess like the split times of what Aaron's choices were, because obviously she was the one that was next to Aaron the whole yeah. time. So maybe there was a timeline where, where Aaron told her what he wanted to do or something. I I, I could be wrong. I'm just assuming or making theories yeah. here, but yeah, I, I just felt like with, with that too, with, with the multiple timelines of, of Aaron and Mikasa, I think that that would actually be a pretty great like side story of like, because uh, in the anime Ray Zero, I don't know if you've watched that one, but there's like alternate uh, or there's like side books or chapters of like the the characters' t- different timelines. Because he dies and comes back to life, and so there's like he has all these choices that he makes, and there's like alternate timelines, and they kind of just dive into those choices. So I kind of would like to see if there was any other choices Aaron made throughout the series versus just having the one where him and Mikasa ran away. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's, like you said, there's so many things in the ending or in general, just this uh, this anime and manga that are so left off that kind of question. Like, Historia's kid, like, they made a big deal out of her being pregnant and everything, but it really wasn't much. Oh, yeah, that I was, how did you feel about that? Because I the whole time I thought it was Aaron's kid. I was right there with you, and that would have been the <laughs> best plot twist. Like, seriously, like. But then, then again, it would have made him look like an asshole to Mikasa and everything like that. I like, like I said, when you sent me those theories, and I was like, you know what, this this does make sense. Like, I mean, because like the way they touched on it, it wasn't important. Like, they just they briefly touched on it. Oh, she married a farmer dude, had a kid with him. He's a nobody. And I was like, okay, well, obviously it's not important. But why would they bring it up then? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I I always felt like. Because I know that it was supposed to be a part of Zeke's plan, like to oh yeah yeah to carry yeah to yeah. carry on like the Titan powers, but to not uh, have P 
keep the Eldians produced though. It was just to have the royal bloodline, bloodline. Gotcha, existing. Gotcha. So that makes sense. I always felt like maybe that was a part of Zeke's plan. And obviously we we know for at least the manga readers know that Aaron did not agree with Zeke's plans. He yeah. actually went against it. He just <laughs> he just needed Zeke for his power. Yep. Yeah. So I, I think that's why I felt like it was Aaron's kid though, because I think he knew like if if anything, I feel like Aaron would have took that risk and be like, all right, if I die, then what if I could like give yeah. that kid my power or like uh not even I mean even he might be even dead, but like maybe just I don't know, like how they did with Ymir, like just save a part of Aaron and like, all right, we're gonna feed this part of Aaron to the kid or something so that kid can have his powers. <laughs> <laughs> the the cycle never ends even after you're gone, Aaron. I, I thought honestly, because like the thing is, they do kind of tease you, right? With with Historia and Aaron's semi oh, whatever it is, yeah, like whatever, it, whatever it, sexual it, feelings they have towards each other. Exactly. I mean, like like I said, that 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 one video you sent me where they're like, he only smiles around Historia, which is true. I was like, I've never seen him smiling around Mikasa or anything like that. And then for him to confess his love for her at the end, I'm like, yo, if you loved her. You treated her like an asshole, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Me personally, I would have liked to see if Historia and, and Aaron had a thing, but at the same time, we I kind of forgot like too that Historia and Ymir they were a thing too, and so Loki. I think I think Historia maybe could have just been a an open an openly gay character versus like someone who would just be with Aaron. Yeah. I think honestly, she only did the thing because that they were going with Zeke's plan until. But Aaron. see that that's that's such a terrible plot twist i think it was just made to, to uh, it was just a dev divisive story plot like just yeah. to throw us off yeah i mean they did they, they sure did throw us off a lot man like there's a lot of those uh, conspiracy or this those this theories out there so i mean you know, what's fucked up too is like because she was given birth when aaron does when aaron starts the rumbling she's given birth yeah <laughs> That's, so what like, like, that's what I mean. Like, okay, yo, I mean, Ymir may be coming back now, you know, reincarnated, but I, <laughs> oh, man, there's a lot of questions around. So, did you have any uh, favorite moments overall like, of the story? Oh, man. All in all, or just at the, the end of the manga? Just, I, I, I'll say just in general. Just like just in general. Like you don't need to go deep deep dive into it, but like just kind of name off some of your favorite moments in Attack on Titan. Oh, dude, I think like the when uh, Levi attacked the the Beast Titan head on, like or from the side, I guess you could say, with uh, what's his name, the Captain charged. And then, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. When Erwin sacrifices, yeah, his gods. I think that was such a G moment. Like yo, and then I was like, dude, just kill him, man. Like come on, and then you could just see his like. Like knowing after he, he got away, he fucked up. You can see it in Levi's eyes, like he's just like, I fucked up, you know. Like I had my moment right there, and then even when uh, I guess continue on to that when uh, uh, Armin sacrificed himself, and then you know that whole figuring out who to give the shot to and everything. I think that was like, dude, what would you do in that situation? You know, shit yeah. like that. And so I mean, the smart choice would have been to revive the captain, but. I mean, the future is uh, uh, Armin. So, yeah, it's just, yeah, I don't know, man. There, there's a lot of good points in the movie, but most of them are from all the fighting. So, in my, in my <laughs> so I mean, it just, it was great. For me, some, some of my favorite moments was definitely season one where Annie wipes out Levi's team. 
Oh like, yeah. I, I still go back and rewatch that scene a few times. It's just that was one of the very few moments in anime where I'm just where I, I there was hope. Like Le- <laughs> it's, it's it's Levi's team. Like they're they're the best, like they're really like and, the best supporting and they're team. Confident too. Like they yeah. walk in, they're like, trust us, trust us. Yeah, you know, Le- uh what's his name? Uh Art or Ares is like, I, I, I wanna turn. Goes, no, you gotta trust us. I'll die anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, my first I was in I was in my library at, at at the college I was at when I watched that scene and I literally got up and like was like oh my god and people were like looked at me like I was crazy I had to walk out. <laughs> oh man, no, dude. Even this season, the the thing that tripped me out the most too is that I, mean, I think you talked about it once when when uh, Zeke just starts running away. Like <laughs> I was laughing my ass off. I was all like. Yo, this guy's really running. And he's just like, <laughs> like, why is he running like that? Yeah. And then, and then like, he turned everybody. I was like, oh shit, man. I felt bad for Levi there too, but man, that was just fucking edgy too. And he's all like, why don't you just leave me alone? <laughs> you know, I, the, the video I, I sent you, it was like with the SpongeBob music too. Oh, so yeah. it just made it that much funnier. <laughs> But like, yeah, Levi that, just that, like sipping his tea, staring at him. Like, what's he? What? Why, why is he running? <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> that oh, shit man, that, that was good. Dude. That was a good one too. But yeah, I mean, all in all, like I think it, every season had a great point to where I enjoyed it. You know, it's just hard to pinpoint like a lot of them. So. Oh, like another good one was uh, season two, it, like uh, when when the reveal, Aaron oh, Reiner and Bertha's reveal. Dude, yeah, like was. in the manga, like I, I loved it in the manga. It was just so casual. Ryan just goes up to him and he's like, you know, uh, me and Bertha are the colossal and armor oh, titans. Yeah. So just, just come with us. In in the manga, like it, it, the way how they just do draw it out in the panels, he just it's very casual. Yeah. He literally just walks up to Aaron, just like, yo, we're the Titans, we knocked on the wall, we killed your mom, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> but even in the uh, anime, they did it, I think they did it great in the anime too. Cause like the Connie or not Connie and them, uh, Mikasa and them are walking away, and then they literally, hey, we need to talk to you. And then he goes, me, you know, we're the we're the attack titan, or you know, we're the tight colossal, whatever titan. And I, I remember when I went back and watched it the second time, I was like, whoa, you know, the way they revealed it so nonchalant, you know, just kind of like, it, yo, you know, and then uh, armor or uh, Aries is kind of like, you're crazy, yo, like what's wrong? You guys have been you know out here too long and all this stuff, so. Yeah, I, I think that was the way they reviewed it, revealed it to them too. It, it was a great, great thing. No, with, with the anime counterpart though, the reason why I, I like the anime one so much more was that fucking music. Oh that, yeah, that, that made a huge difference in the reveal because I, I guess that that's one plus I give to uh, the Attack on Titan anime that that it has over the manga is that their music is fucking phenomenal. Oh yeah, um, it builds you up, man. <laughs> like yeah, exactly. It, yeah. It's so tense, and like where you know, just, just again, like when after that reveal when Mikasa attacks them, and then Reiner um, tells Bertha like, yeah, "Come on, let's go!" Like they yeah. transform, and then you know it's just so intense. And then you see Aaron get grabbed, and he's crying and shit. He's like, you yeah. fucking traitors. I wish yeah. he said that in the anime, though, because in the manga, he says, you fucking traitors. Oh, like, man. Yeah. So, yeah. I, 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 they should have gave him the F-bomb in the anime. Like They would have made it 
much more emotional. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's a lot they could have done in there to to bring out more emotion. But I, I think the way they did it was perfect for, I guess, kids. It had to be kid friendly in the sense. Yeah, can't can't be dropping f bombs in it and shown in anime. But yeah, <laughs> they have big giant guys biting heads off of people and everything. Like right, that. oh, I know that that's that's messed up. Like it's the same thing. Like how we watch movies, we could see. You know, people get killed, but they drop one f bomb, and it's like, oh my god, the world's ending. Yeah, <laughs> you see the uh, the, the mega drives for the other countries where they have to censor the crotch out is they give them underwear. Oh yeah, in the Philippines. <laughs> yeah, the Philippines <laughs> or other places. It's just funny, like yo, running around in your underwears. Do you want to start your own podcast? Then sign up with Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout has helped hundreds of thousands of users to begin their podcasting journey. With easy-to-use tools, you can effectively get your podcast onto many platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, and more. You can view stats, create audio clips, and even have your own podcasting website. Buzzsprout also offers ideas, tips, tricks, and tutorials to help you improve your podcast. Follow the link below, and once you sign up, you'll get a $20 Amazon gift card. This will let Buzzsprout know that I sent you and also support Spoiler Force Podcast. Happy podcasting. If you're into anime, manga, or anything that's from Japan, Otaku Detroit is the place for you. Located at 513 West, 11 Mile Road in Madison Heights, Michigan, you can find a variety of manga books, anime figures, collectibles, posters, snacks, and even authentic items from Japan. Stop on by to see store owner Matt and let him know Spoiler Force sent you. I think even like the in season four, like where they where Aaron attacks Marley, they even like cropped all the like the jaw tighten and all of them too so like, it looks uh, like they're wearing underwear like or granny wearing. panties and stuff like that <laughs> Dude, uh, have you okay i don't know if you've done it i did it though but after watching like the first a few episodes of the new season i went back and rewatched the whole thing it made a lot more sense knowing kind of what was going to happen type of thing it, it like it just made sense what how berto and Rhino were acting and Annie and all them. It, it it all fell into place a lot better once I understood the storyline and what was going to happen. I don't know. Have you tried going back and rewatching all of them? Or I, I did that once. I was like caught up on the mangas to a certain point. Like um, when in the when the manga portion came out, where Reiner was telling his story, like where uh how Marcel and all them went, how they got to the wall. And then after oh, Marcel yeah. died, and uh, Reiner, Annie, and Bertha completed their mission, um, when that part of the manga was released, I went back and rewatched Attack on Titan, and it just made so much more sense. Like even in the, or at least in the anime, because honestly, uh, I, I forgot to mention this to the to the viewers because I, I didn't read Attack on Titan when the anime first came out. So uh, comparing it to what they sh- revealed in the show, like e- even if you go back to season one after the wall, after Wall Maria, uh, not Wall Maria, um, uh, Maria. Aaron's hometown gets knocked down. You see a young Annie, young Bertha, young Reiner amongst the crowd. Yeah. And in the manga counterpart, like you know, Bertha, Reiner, and Annie, they they knock on the wall and they, you know, they de transform and and hide amongst the crowd. So it it made a lot of sense to see that, and then. Even especially with with Annie's character, like when you see the Marco reveal, like where where they killed oh, Marco, yeah, so like, like you kind of just see her character, um, her sneaking around at night, and uh, they I think they showed it in the anime, right, where she was walking around, and like how she ran into Kenny Ackerman, and he almost got her, but she ran away. Yeah, there's there's this uh these two manga 
books called uh or two mangas side stories of Mikasa and Annie, uh, the Attack on Titan Lost Girls manga. I have it. It's literally in my living room right now, but I don't know if you read it. The, they're called uh, Attack on Titan Lost Girls. And it's just the side stories of what Mikasa and Annie were doing during their time in between the seasons. And this is why I love Annie. I forgot to mention like why she was one. We'll get to favorite characters in, in a moment, but Annie's one of my favorites because of how dedicated she was to being a warrior. Even though she wanted to go back home, she did everything so that she could go back home to have a reason to say, hey, I did this already, so let me go home to my dad. And that's why I like Annie's character, because she stayed consistently just devoted to their mission. And she she honestly worked her ass more than Reiner and Berthold, really. Th- those two fuckers did nothing besides <laughs> hide behind the wall and become fake soldiers. While Annie was being like the uh, espionage scout walking yeah. around and trying to find where the founding titan was and stuff like that so i i really like her character and you see that she's not a bad person either she she did everything so she could just go home and yeah. you know even when that moment where where they were uh where they essentially killed Bert, oh, not bertha but essentially killed marco she didn't want to do it she didn't want to take the odm gear from him she yeah didn't leave him, but it was reiner's dumbass it was like get rid of him and then after he gets eaten he's like oh why is marco getting eaten that motherfucker and that's what that's one thing why i don't like reiner uh, reiner's one of my favorite characters too but that's that was one thing i hated it about reiner was the fact that the dude was so psychologically fucked up yeah i mean i think that's i think that's like I said, that's one of the good things about reiner too is just that he didn't know what he was doing part he's basically a schizo you know like yeah. he had one personality and then when when he needed to get mission ready or whatever he went to the other personality and so he literally didn't you didn't know which one you were gonna get I mean, all in all, I just they all should have died in my opinion, but it's all good. Yeah, I, I know you don't like the the Marley and Eldians and <laughs> hey, they they started it, man. That's <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I don't feel bad. Aaron, eat those kids. I you know, like hey, it would have happened. You just left Aaron alone, you know. Okay, so I, I guess we could just dive into I mean, like because there's so many great moments in Attack and Titan, you know, like like we said, there's where Levi fights Annie, or when the Levi team gets wiped out to the or the reveal and betrayal to Levi fighting the Beast Titan in season three, and Armin being chosen as a Colossal Titan. Um, throughout the the show, obviously they show moments of each character development, and I, I guess who who was one of your favorite characters? I know you you mentioned Mikasa earlier, but was there anyone else? And I guess in the the core group of characters. That you that you liked watching um well like i said mikasa was my favorite character only because well one she was a badass and two she she just had that that i mean she she had i guess you could say that very puppy dog feel you know like oh i'm here protecting you you're you're the one protecting me so i have your back and the loyalty that she has that's i think that's the one thing that i loved about her is just that she was loyal to the end even though she aaron was an asshole to her and treated her the way that he did at the end she knew like in her hearts of hearts like hey i'm 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 still here you know i'm still your ride or die i'm still with you so i think that's what tugged at me the most about her the fact that she was a badass and she she stayed true to the end besides her i don't know it's hard to say like i mean outside of them outside of her it goes to either levi or fucking aaron i can't stand uh I don't know. I can't. I can't really. I you, didn't like, you, you didn't like Hanji or Erwin. 
Sasha was cool. Hanji was pretty cool too. Yeah, Hanji actually, I would have to say Hanji. Her weirdness is what, what was pretty cool. Like her infatuation with Titans and studying them and you know, the way she tortured them and like, I'm so sorry. And all that stuff. So. Uh, not, not since we're talking about Hanji, did you like how she went out? Yeah, she went out like a G. She went out gangster style, you know. So I, I liked it. I mean, it sucks. I was hoping that she would somewhat survive that, but I knew that she wasn't going to. So I, I felt bad for Levi when they wrote that part because she was like the only thing he had left. Left, yeah, of the crew. Yeah, like yeah. that was his last uh, totem. Yeah, his last friend. Yep. Yeah. And she went out, and I felt bad for her for Leo. He's like, all right, he's like, goodbye, Hanji. And she yeah, even 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 how they did Connie and all the right before they you know they turned. I I was like, oh shit, that's a shitty way to go, man. Like just to transform into Titans like that, that's a very shitty way. To go. <laughs> yeah. We'll touch we'll touch up on that later. Yeah, on yeah. the ending. But uh, for me, my some of my favorite characters, um, besides like the main three, Annie and and Reiner were were my were some of my favorites, um, Annie, because she, of how skillful she was, and uh, just the layers of her character. You know, just someone being so cold and looks like dead in the face half the time, and has no no remorse of or, or what seems to be no remorse towards her comrades or the people that she kills. Um, and then you just see like this this sensitive, humanized sides of side of her, like where she didn't want to do any of this. Yeah. Like, and and at the end, like especially with the connection with her and Armin, which I enjoyed a lot. I thought they were they should have been a thing because like <laughs> I, I felt like she liked Armin more. But she even like questions Armin and Mikasa, like their their morals. Like you know, if King Nato, would, would y'all kill him or kill you know kill Aaron? And because if you don't, then I'm probably gonna do it. Yeah. Which I that was one before like they got more detail toward the end. I I kind of figured I was like, man, I, maybe maybe it's Annie that takes out Aaron. Because yeah. they, they had a connection too. Those that that's the thing. Annie and Aaron had a had a pretty close connection in season one. Besides Boring. fighting each other, like these two had like some sort of mutual respect towards each other. Yeah, they had a rivalry too. I mean, they fought each other as Titans too. So yeah. I mean they, I, I could see that too. But like you said, the way the story was written, it had to have been either Mikasa or uh Armin that had to do it. It had to be because you know the the friends, you know what I mean? Like that that's a good way to tick them out. And then, uh, for for Reiner, I know I know you don't like Reiner, but but Reiner, I I, I really relate not in the psychological sense, but I I relate to Reiner's character because of how of how he wants to be more than what he is. Like he he has like like Aaron, he has this super motivating factor. Like you know he he has to break out of what's I, I guess like a glass ceiling to him. That he has to, he has so much to prove to people or to the world outside that he's something to, to he's something, and that he's of value. And I really like what they did, especially you know with him and his. I, I'm I'm really close to my mom, so like seeing him, like you know, like I'm gonna be a soldier, mom. I'm gonna be something. I'm gonna get us out of here. Like I, I really related to that. And then like just he he, even though he sucked, that's the thing I like about him. He sucked compared to the other uh, candidates. And, yeah, Mar- yeah. and even Marcel was like, "Yo, I, I would pick you because I was saving, uh, I was saving my brother. I, 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 I didn't give two shits about you, that type yeah. of shit." But then, like, the, he has like this leadership quality too, though. Like when shit got real, Reiner knew what to do. He was like, "You know, fuck it, we're doing it." Like, yeah. 
like, even though he kind of like snaps in and out, like he he has that mentality of like just I I got to do it and it'll be at any cost. Yeah, but. I think, but he, he well, the one thing I really enjoyed, and I think that's what Isayama, that's why Isayama kept this fucker alive the whole time too, was the redemption quality of Reiner. Like this dude practically redeemed himself from the beginning. Uh, to the end. Like, he, uh, even though he was a dick, he <laughs> fought with the Eldians and he stayed, he, he stayed true to his word. Like he didn't betray anyone anymore. He, he stayed and fought even at the end where the manga, where, you know, where the, the, the source of life or that centipede thing came at, he, he stood by and, and bought it. And yeah. So I, I really respect Reiner's character for that. That's why he was one of my favorites. And then maybe like, again, Sasha was one of my favorites. Her, her death was fucking sad. You know, I, I didn't like that. She got taken up by Gabby, but I don't know if you know this, but uh, originally, originally she was supposed to die back when she saved that girl from the Titan. And oh, the- was she? No, I didn't know that. I think they kept her alive. She, she, yeah, she was a I, good character. I, I think the I might be butchering it, but I, I think Isayama originally wrote her to die in that scene, and an editor or another writer of the team cried reading that, and Aww. because of that, Isayama was like, "All right, we'll just keep her alive until." <laughs> so she was destined to die anyway. But uh, still, 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 she was a good character. I, she was one of my favorites. Just side characters that wasn't a main one that you paid attention to. So, uh, I mean, I, even in the manga, the part where. Um, uh, I can't because I went back and read a few of it when they were sitting around the campfire, and uh, Reiner was confessing what he did to uh, what's his name, the one where they took the ODM gear away. Oh, Marco, Marco, and then what's his name punched him in the face. I was all like, "Fuck yeah, somebody's got to oh, punch uh, him." Uh, John, right? Yeah, and I was like, "Beat his ass, dude!" Like, <laughs> fuck, man, somebody had to do it, you know? Like, I even. This season, yeah, I respect Reiner a little bit more because he kind of owned up to it. Like, even when, when Aaron showed up, he's all like, what are you doing here? Or, you know, like, it's my fault. I, I fucked up. He, he, he felt the weight of his consequences of everything that he was doing happening right there. And he knew he fucked up. Like, he should have just cut, cut loss and went home whenever they started that mission when uh, they lost their first friend. And but he knew that he fucked up whenever all this shit started happening. So you you feel that I love the way that they portrayed it too. Like you feel the weight of the world, I guess you could say, happening to him, hitting him, and he's like, shit, shit, this is gonna happen here at my house, you know. So um. yeah, I mean, he 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 knew it was gonna come back. I, I guess the fact that it was like knowing that I think what really burdened him too was knowing that Falco was in that room with them too. Yeah, that's true. So I think that kind of concerned him. He's like. Yo, like we, we can't you can't leave because Aaron's gonna fucking turn. <laughs> so you gotta hear him out. <laughs> Isn't this your friend? Like, no. I, I, I think one character though, like I I wanna just add one more character that I enjoyed was actually John. He his character development was something that I in a sense can relate to as well. But like he uh you, you see the growth of his character. I really respected his character growth back in season three, where when Armin choked. And Armin's like, yo, I can't. Because when they're cornered and they got to fight the Colossal. Oh, and the yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. When, when they're cornered like that and Armin was like scared shitless. Yeah, he couldn't he's think like, of a plan or anything. Yeah. He froze. So he's like, John, you do it. You, you, you think of something. And that's yeah. where I really respected John. And I was like, yo, this guy is a fucking leader too. He, yeah. He thought on the spot. And I really enjoyed that, his growth of his as a character. Because originally, back in season one, he wanted to just be uh, yeah. inside of yeah, the, armor, the uh the car the cops the cops yeah 
they be highly paid and just live for free. Yep. But then he, you know, him and Marco's relationship, he he ends up being a scout. Then him losing Marco, he kind of just uh, realizes like you know. It's it's not a joke anymore. And then yeah. just seeing his relationship with Connie and, and and Sasha, like I like that trio, and especially you know just even before Sasha died, like the fact that those those three came together and they're like, yo, we survived this one. I'm glad that we're together. And then up until Sasha's death, but. Uh, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, man. So th- those are some characters I like. Um, f- and for listeners, if if you get to this point of the episode, please let us know who your favorite characters are too, because I would love to read it in the comments or message me or email me. The all the descript or all the contact stuffs in the description or show notes as well. Um, but yeah, on, on to this next topic, man. Um, I guess just. Let's just dive into the ending now, just for for Attack on Titan. Um, I don't know where to start exactly because there's um, so much to to go into. With do, do you just want to start off with how Aaron did the rumbling then, or just based off chapter one thirty nine? Uh, it don't matter. Uh, whatever you feel like. I mean, if we go for the rumbling, that's fine. But I mean, if we want to just talk about the chapter, that's cool too. So. Okay, I, I guess we'll just go with the last chapter because okay. this is this is the most recent one and still the most fresh in my head. <laughs> so chapter 139 starts off with the, I guess just with the aftermath of Mikasa cutting off Aaron's head. And that's back in chapter 138 for the listeners who don't know. Um, you know, Mikasa cuts off Aaron's head and pretty much that ends the rumbling. And... and the chapter prior, you know, all the everyone got turned. The source of life that Reiner was fighting, or that centipede-like creature, um, unbanded from Aaron from the explosion from the explosion of of Armin being the Colossal Titan, and so it did the smoke thing, or like the similar technique that Zeke spinal fluid can produce, and it turned everyone into Titans. So Gabby got turned, Reiner's mom got turned, everybody that's not. Ackerman or a Titan already got yeah. <laughs> and and so they all got turned, and then towards you know again with the aftermath after Mikasa cuts the Aaron's head off, they all turned back human. That was something I did not expect to happen. I thought that maybe they were gonna get they was like kind of like Star Wars type shit where they uh, like in the episode one where where they stop the thing and everyone dies kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that that was gonna happen, but I was surprised that they all survived that. Um, and just just to see that, uh, you know, the chapter one thirty nine just starts off with the aftermath and just right or not Reiner, but Armin and Aaron in the in the paths or in that that world, and they're just talking from as from youth to an adult, and just kind of over not over explaining, but just overviewing the events that that's happened, and it just connects back to a moment into the. Until the previous chapters where Aaron does bring everyone to the paths and they're on the ship and whatnot. But I really enjoyed like this this final moment with Aaron and, and Armin, knowing that even at the end, Armin stuck by Aaron and he refused to he refused to let Aaron go at least in his mind, he refused to let Aaron go through with this plan. He was willing to die with Aaron. And I really liked that Armin was the one you know, doing that, the fighting, and it brings, it shows a lot of his character because, you know, from the beginning, he was such a pansy, you know? (laughs) I completely agree with you. Like the way that they portray, because like it, excuse me, it goes into like how 
he, he's asking questions of like, why are you, why'd you do this? Why'd you kick my ass so hard? What, you know, why, you know? And then he's like, I had to do it, you know, make you guys look like the good guys, you know? And then he's like, I understand. And then, you know, you, you see that side of him. Cause like you said, he, besides me, cause he was the, he's the one that's been there for him. And so for him to be with him in the end like that, it's just perfect. Like that perfect touch. And I, I really enjoy just like how how much they've grown together. You know, just seeing like even th like throughout the the chapter or the panels where they're talking, like they finally saw lava, like how they always envisioned or how they always wanted to when they were kids. Like you know, like the the water that's flaming On red. Or yeah. yeah. So like they they saw the sand, they saw the ocean together, they saw lava together, yeah. they saw the sky together. Like they they saw they got to do all these bucket list type of activities yeah, together everything the that, they, that they were gonna do yeah which i thought that was a great touch because yeah. like I, I as a reader i always wondered like are they ever gonna touch up on that the fact that armin's book was such a big part of their lives like trying yeah. to see the outside world <laughs> and i'm, I'm kind of glad that they that isayama gave us that nice touch even though it was in the paths or in the 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 realm of the Amir, I, I i like that they still touched up on on those small details like that and just just to see how how Aaron revealed everything to Armin and, and was like, you know, I, I wanted you guys to be the heroes because if you guys become the heroes, there's no excuse for them to kill you guys. And I'm just like, damn, like he he had to do it. And it's just, I, I guess I as like if I'm looking at at it through Armin's point of view, I would feel like a really shitty friend in in a sense because you just don't realize how much Aaron was going through knowing the truth after he seen the end. And uh, I mean, even Aaron tells him like, yeah, like I, I knew what was going to happen. And they kind of just touch up on the fact that like, it was because when he touched Historia during the metal link, the metal scene or getting the, the honor and everything. Yeah. And he saw the ending and <laughs> I don't know. Did I send you that video? Like where he touched Historia oh, yeah, yeah, on the ending? Yeah. All the, uh, the, panels of that manga and everything yeah, yeah. the spoilers yeah <laughs> that's what Aaron, that's what aaron saw he saw spoilers <laughs> he knew so, what was happening yeah so i i i think that was a great touch to to to, to reveal to readers and to armin that uh that aaron knew what was going on and that the choices he made they had to be precise and, and it, it goes back to the beginning where or to the beginning of season season four, where why Aaron left, uh, or he kind of went AWOL and went to Marley on his own. He had to do it. And yeah. I think with Armin realizing that, Armin kind of just accepted it. And now it gets to the, again, it gets to the point where we talked earlier, where you see the human human side of with Aaron. He's like, you know, you told me Casa, you hated her. Did you mean that? And he's like, No. He's like, Okay, well then how do you feel about her? And then he punches Aaron and he's like, You fucker, just fucking say how you feel, man. Yeah. Like what? Hiding behind your emotions, and Aaron—that's when Aaron breaks down. He's like, yeah. you know, I, I don't want to die. I don't want to leave you. I don't want to leave Mikasa. Yeah, I, I don't want to live. Yeah, and, and again, I, I I love that panel. You just see like this. He's like a kid again. He just yeah. doesn't want to go. And I mean, even if you look at where they, the way they drew, uh, uh, oh crap, what's his name? Uh, Aaron's face. Aaron, no, not Aaron. Uh, Armin's face. The way they drew it, he's just like, oh. Okay, like you played it so well. He played like, "Whoa, well, why didn't you feel that way or show it that way?" You know what I mean? Like, you know, like dude, you, I mean, he was even shocked. Like, I, I didn't expect you to say that. He even says that, you know, I didn't yeah. expect you to say that. 
you know so and then he's like i do love her i don't want to leave i miss you guys you know everything so you just see that human side that kid side of him like i'm not ready you know so and then uh just pretty much you know they they keep talking up to where they they become adults again and uh aaron just tells him like you know you, you won't remember this conversation until y'all kill me and yeah. <laughs> so i thought that was i thought that was in a sense like i i thought that was kind of pretty cool that he was able to manipulate their memories using the powers like that. Like, you, yeah. you guys got to kill me to remember this shit. <laughs> yeah. I will tell you the ending, but you won't remember it until I can <laughs> see that ending happens. So. <laughs> but I, I do like that, you know, that at the end, they wrap it up, they tie it up. That's why, like, when, when Annie was talking to Armin, it made so much more sense now. It was like, when Annie's like, yo, Armin, Armin, and Armin, like, just phases i was like what what what's going on that type of thing where he has like a blank face yeah. and it, that, that was like during a time where annie was asking like do you think y'all can kill them kill him yeah and they did but you know after that mikasa walks out or walks through the smoke and she has aaron's head they they talk about where to bury him and then uh the, the surviving marlanes are have all their guns pointed to to the eldians like how do we know you guys are human again and then armin has to come in and and like redeem them and tell them like yo I, i'm the hero i i killed the the attack titan i i killed aaron jaeger and then uh yeah just you know aftermath the jaeger's factions come together Eldians are free from the curse and there's still a lot of po politics going on and like we were saying earlier in this episode aaron leaves everything into the hands of the Eldians and to his close friends and that you know our, our core characters connie john annie Reiner, Mikasa, Aaron, like they, they're they're the diplomats of peace now for 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 the Eldians. And the fact that Historia is still queen, she has to play the part of being a diplomat and trying to make peace for their people. And that's what Aaron left behind for them. And uh, it it goes and just just to this last scene, the last panels again, right where Mikasa's in that sitting on that hill where that tree's at, where they started this whole series, and how she's sitting there with the scarf still. You know, she's still wearing that fucking scarf, even though Aaron was like, I don't want you to wear that no more when I'm gone. Just get rid of it. Dirty ass scarf. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think in the, the Lost Girl uh, novels or the Lost Girl mangas, they kind of explain like why it's still like she why she's she apparently she cleans it very well. It's oh, not just okay. like a dirty scarf. Like she actually cleans it. But I, I do like I do enjoy the memes though. Like, man, like that scarf she's wearing stank, you know, like <laughs> years of wearing the same shit. Uh, but I, I do like the fact that Mikasa stayed, I guess, in a sense, loyal to to Aaron still, and, and she, you know, just seeing the bird wrap the scarf around her, and she kind of just assumes that it's Aaron again, and they ended up at that. And I, I, I really enjoyed the simplicity of this ending. Like it was good to just wrap it up that way, keep it that way. I think if they went with the rumbling or they went with war, it, it would have been too much. I, I think Isiam did a great job. So what what were your thoughts on just that how they ended that with Mikasa being in the last panel and pretty I, much being the main character? Yeah, I mean I honestly it began in the same way. Under the tree, waking up from a dream, and Aaron's just like, Whoa, what's going on? You know, it ended I, I loved it. it. It was perfect ending. It was a happy I look at it as a happy ending. Um, you know, they 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 do leave room for what ifs. I feel like there's so many areas that they can touch up on, like of what ifs, uh, if they wanted to try to carry it on. But I think the way they ended it was just phenomenal. Like, just 
they just had the perfect ending, happy ending. People got to go on in their their ways. You know, nobody can use the Titans if there's any war, if there's going to be war. So it's a level playing ground. I mean, barring the people that have airplanes and all. So, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, all in all, I mean, uh, our, our, uh, Aaron accomplished what he wanted to do, which which was get rid of the Titans because they didn't they, he didn't want them to be be used anymore and protect the Eldians and everything. So I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Now, were there any, was there anything that you'd like to say about Attack of Titan that you didn't enjoy at all? Or you think overall it was just pretty much good? <laughs> Gabby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, all in all, I think it was good. Um, like I said, even with the characters like Gabby and whatnot, where you hated them so much because of what they're just, their their mindset and how they are as a character in this in this story. This is how they are in this mindset. It drives you insane because, like you said, we, the real world applications that we see the crazies, you know, and you're just kind of you get upset about it. But then all you can really do is read it and like, hey, uh, wish you the best, bro. Like, <laughs> you know. I think Loki, she might still be radical like that, though. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that scene where, where Falco goes and hugs Gabby, she fucking flips him. It's his ass. hilarious, <laughs> dude. Yeah, I was reading it, and I was like, oh, wait, is she throwing him? I was like, she is flipping him. <laughs> but, yeah. no, nah, yeah, I mean, all in all, even, like I said, those characters, they needed those characters to develop the story the way it is, you know, because if we didn't have Gabby, we wouldn't have the emotional side of losing Sasha or you know, seeing basically the opposition. How, yeah, the opposition, how the Eldians view uh, the, the island people, you know, just like how they are, because they are, are genuinely brainwashed and believing that they are the devil. You know, they are these devil people who are the spawn of Satan's offsprings, you know? And so <laughs> you you, you kind of get that vibe. You're like, there are people who are like that, where you're just like, they genuinely believe this crazy, you know? So... I kind of wish they touched up more on uh, on Falco's character. Uh, I really like that he literally is a character that's in the middle. Like he he knew he had a different purpose of using the powers of the Titans. Like uh, in in the part where like where Reiner talks about like you know you should protect Gabby from uh, being a Titan, and, and Falco's like, yeah, I'm going to use my powers to protect my people instead of using it for. You know, for Gabby wants to use like I'm gonna be a warrior. I'm gonna kick yeah. all their asses. But he's but trying I, to do it to protect her. Yeah, so I really like that that Falco was a very like he had a really good sense of justice as a as a young character. So I kind of wish they touched up more on him. And I, I'm, I'm kind of glad that like they they written his like he he was used for a great reason in the story. Like you know, especially when he turns into the bird. You know, that that was great foresh, uh, foreshadowing for for uh, Falco's character, even in this fucking name. Like, he, he's a fucking bird. Bird, yeah. <laughs> so he 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 was a, a, I think he was a great addition to the story. And just, I, I like how they, you know, they ended off with uh with them being in Marley still and Levi's in the wheelchair. He's blind in one eye and stuff like that. Who are those two characters next to him in the wheelchair? Can you tell? Yeah, that was, that was like an adult version of Gabby and Gabby Falco. And Falco, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah, they were the one, they still, they were still with him in, uh, uh, the the African character, uh, okay, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever yeah. he was still that guy. I'm so glad he was alive. That would have you know how fucked it would have been if they killed off the only black character in the story. I'm telling like, you, man. I, mean, I would have not honestly. Like it's not a race. I, I I would not have enjoyed that because you finally show a diverse group of people, yeah. 
And though, like, I'm kind of glad Isayama didn't go with that stereotype where they got rid of the, the black character. Like, I, yeah. I'm glad that he still stayed and that, you know, I mean, he he wasn't as much of his importance, but it was just to show that there was other people out there. But I kind of wish, honestly, for me personally, I felt like they should have shown more diverse characters or more like African characters or because they really just showed like the one him that's the only African guy. And then the, the Japanese lady who was like the yeah. only Asian lady there. Well, I mean, technically, I think the Ackermans are supposed to be Asians in a sense. That's why no, I, it, it's only Mikasa that's Asian. Oh, is it? Levi's not Asian. Levi does have cheeky eyes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it, like my, my my joke on Levi is like he's mo. He's short. He's got the split hair. He's little. <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's a mon guy. He's he just kicks. <laughs> yeah, he does. He just kicks. He's he's a mon guy. Dude. He's mon. Now, but, I, I I think I agree with you too. The diversity too. I mean, they, they I guess they try to show it in their own way because like even they do they did draw some characters with like kind of like the uh, Aladdin get up you know with the hat and whatnot. So I'm assuming that's their attempt at drawing like. Persian people or something, you know, the people in Alaska. Yeah, yeah, that there's more people outside of the walls. Exactly. I, I wish, honestly, I felt like I really wish that they touched them more on this though, because that way it would give it would give re readers a more, in a sense, relatable uh, feeling like of diversity and like not just diversity for the fact of like representation, but the fact is like Aldeans weren't alone in the world. Like they weren't. Exactly. There's it's a world. Yeah, it's not just Marlans and Aldeans. There's practically the world is still yeah. the same. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're just seeing their story, but then like the world being affected by it, you know? Yeah. So, I, so that would have been a great like touch up to like to see like how the other countries react. Like, oh shit, you know, Aaron's, you know, like, like what the fuck's going on the on the other side of the country, you know, with the, with the yeah. rumbling and shit. Yeah, but, I mean. I, I mean, even uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, I, I remember reading one of the, the chapters where they were like, "Oh, why is this guy's skin darker than all these other ones?" Or you know yeah, what that, I mean? That's what Sasha said to, to the yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, like, phone, yeah. Exactly. It, it shows like their their innocenceness of like, wow, there are different shades, there are different people out here, you know. And so, yeah, I wish they did dive deeper into that, like because if they're just being exposed to it right now it opens their mind, opens their mindset to like, hey, there are other people out here besides us, you know, so. Yeah, I I, I like that, though, they did, how they did that with Sasha. She's like, why is your, why is your skin so dark? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This and, is amazing. And the, the memes on Twitter were hilarious, though. They're like, yo, Sasha's low-key racist. <laughs> she doesn't know black people. <laughs> okay, then you got to ask yourself, like, maybe they did know black people and then... Like, and I then think it was just probably like a gag on, yeah, on the yeah. Yeah, like, like gag, but then like, like all, all these memes. Like, there was even all this one meme where like Sasha's on the news, and they're like, you know, so you don't know black people. <laughs> they're asking, they're questioning her. But like that, but the thing like, that goes that plays in that plays well with Sasha's character too, but her character too, like how dorky she is. Like she's very just unaware of of what's around her. Like she's as like superstitious as she is with her animal instincts, her human is instincts. Like she. She's very airhead, like a big airhead. Like airhead she know. Yeah, everything like that. So that's what made her like a, a likable character. You have any uh any final thoughts, Bobby, about Attack on Titan then, since we're practically wrapped up here with just the ending? Is there anything you'd like to add on or talk about Attack on Titan? I mean, like I said, great ending. I mean, those who haven't read the manga, I would recommend you go and read the manga because if they, if they stick true to 
their schedule, you, you got another year before you catch anything. So <laughs> it's good luck, man. I, I remember waiting, what was it, two years before they released second season or something like that? I think it was like five. Oh, was it five? God, yeah. it, it, that was a long time. So, I mean, yeah. I, I would recommend everybody, if you get a chance, go read it. Um, it's not the same, I agree, but you, the storyline itself is great. You still feel connected with everything. Um, all in all, they, they did great, I think. I mean, great ending. I enjoyed it. Happy ending, in my opinion. Sucks that Aaron had to die, but, I mean, he accomplished his main goal, you know, setting the world free of the Titans. So he hated the Titans so much. Even you feel the passion from season episode one, how much he hated the Titans and how much he wanted to get rid of them. And at the end, he accomplished his mission. I think all in all, I really enjoy like, not just saying it as a fanboy or like someone who's obsessed with Attack on Titan. I think all in all, this story was phenomenal. Uh, it's just again, there's so many things that you can use to relate to the to, as real real world realisms and and just uh, just seeing how 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 realistic these characters could be. Like, who would have thought that like these fictional characters would think and feel like how we are today and, and just you know, and that's what I loved about this series was like there was still enough fiction for it to uh, for us to enjoy, but like the they kind of it's like there's like the hidden in between the lines, like there's like some they, they really ask you, they, they ask the readers like to question yourselves. You know, there's one quote that I love from Captain Irwin. He's like, you know, who do you think the real enemies are? And he walks off from air. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. I said too much. And they, you know, something simple like that. Man, I, I loved how they how they did that, and, and for me as a reader and as a viewer, I, I love that scene because it really does make you question, like, man, is what you're doing the right thing? And I, I even made this post on Facebook. Um, I don't I don't remember exactly how I wrote it, but I I, I wrote it as like, you know, is is fighting your own is fighting for your sense of justice someone else's like opposition type of thing because everyone has their own sense of what's right and what's wrong and that there's no good guy or bad guy when it comes to war or, or when it comes to being right. And it comes down to even to today's society where you see like how we're still in somewhat of a war or like how uh, cancel culture and, and diversity, you know, a lot of these issues in, in, in our society today, how everyone wants to be right, but no one's willing to take the time to listen to each other and figure out like these perspectives. And that's again with with Falco's character. I think that's what Falco brought to the table was that this this kid was willing to listen to both sides of the story. He didn't say you guys are devils. He didn't say like Marleans are right. He was like, oh shit, you know, like we're all kind of just fucked up in a sense. Yeah. You know? I mean, he took the chance to want to understand that that's what we need in this world too, you know. And I, I think you know with with Attack of Titan they they've written that so well, and I I really do hope that viewers or, or even listeners or people who read the manga like take this to heart because it, it something something like the story has impacted my life tremendously from the past eight to nine years of reading this, and you know again the the only the only manga that's really affected me like this was Naruto, and <laughs> and you know Attack on Titan man it, it's a whole different thing man it, it's it, it really is and, and just to to kind of grow up with this story it, it's re it was really sad to 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 close the last chapter or to close this story because as as someone who loves this story it, like the the last, just this whole week before reading this final chapter I was dreading it I was dreading the days I was like yo man I'm about to really like close this part of my life and and 
finally like there's there's gonna be no more waiting of the, their story there's no more like af what's after it's it's done you know like the end of the chapter yeah, yeah I, that's, I, I, that's, I hate it that's yeah. it you know I, I hate that feeling and like i guess i for me it's, this is gonna get a little a little personal but i i really suck with with like closure so even with fictional characters, like, <laughs> like I'm not trying to let the shit go, you know, like, no, no yeah. don't leave me something. <laughs> not in a bad way, but just like, you know, I, I, I really enjoyed this story. Like, I, this is something that I was like, yo, man, I can't wait for the next one. <laughs> yeah. no, <laughs> and, I, I, I feel you, man. I feel you. I feel you. I'm right there with you, too. Overall, man, this is phenomenal. If you have not read the Attack of Titan manga, again, like me and Bobby said, please do. Just, just fucking do it. Because you won't get the second part of season four until later, either later this year or even early next year. You'll have so much time to read this shit, and I look, it's <laughs> it's so it's so intense in the manga. You'll blaze through these forty-five page chapters easily. Easily, yeah. I, it, I did, and I'm <laughs> reading, and I I breezed through them too. So. But yeah, I, you know, I, I guess this is pretty much it for this uh, Attack of Titan manga review. I, I know, like I've said before, I, this we weren't going to go over the whole story or the entire ending. We just wanted to touch upon the manga overall and just uh, say our thoughts on the story and pretty much just go over the last chapter since that's the most fresh thing right now. And I really hope that if you guys do enjoy this and if you guys made it this far, please Help, like, share, and subscribe to Spoiler Force Podcast. Check out the other episodes that I have that are, like, you know, review episodes and stuff like that, too. Um, if you like Demon Slayer, I did the Demon Slayer manga review with two, with two of my other cousins. Um, I I mean, like, I haven't... And it makes it weird because, like, I didn't really do Attack on Titan reviews before when I first started. I was still reading the manga chapters, but I never really, like, took time to break down season by season. So, um Check out the other reviews that I have in, in the archive for the first podcast. But again, thank you, Bobby, for making time to do this, man. I was so excited to have you on the podcast for the first time. You know, there's there, we have other cousins that I, I, I'm going to reach out to eventually to have them on. But I, I knew that with this one, I had to have you on since you read the manga too. And definitely, man, we, we got to do another one soon. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about, uh, I don't know what you like cars and, and your motorcycle. <laughs> no, I, mean, I, I enjoyed it. Thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah, at first when you asked me to come on, I was like, I don't mean like my opinion on the manga. I tell you everything. I, I honestly like I reach out to you for your opinion. You know, whenever I I read something, I'm like, Yo, Ricky, what do you think about this? You know, so uh, it it was it was a great honor to be here. I definitely enjoyed it. We definitely would come back anytime you want me to come back. I mean, just let me know what you want to talk about. Let me. I do a little research. You know, I spit my own too. You know. For sure, man. I would definitely let you. I'll give you a heads up. It, it doesn't even have to be about like nerdy topics. We could talk about like cosplay or like <laughs> dogs or, or something for one episode. <laughs> Speaking of dogs, there you go. You're, 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 you're. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, again, thank you guys for uh, tuning in. Thank you, Bobby, for doing this. And uh, this is episode 88 of Spoiler Force Podcast. Again, please like, share, and subscribe. And uh, follow the other social media accounts and uh, follow the Twitch account too. Uh, I, I, again, if you're listening to this episode, I do uh, live episodes from time to time. So please check, uh, check in on that too. And thank you guys and have a great day.
you enjoyed this episode, make sure to follow, like, share, subscribe, and rate Spoiler Force Podcast. If you have any guest recommendations, comments, questions, concerns, or criticism, you can email me at rickyvang92 at gmail.com or message me online on any of my social media platforms. Want to listen to more pop culture-themed podcasts? Then check out the Epic Sewers Podcast Network. There are shows like the Epic Tales from the Sewers, the Comic Watcher Show, What's in My Head Podcast, and Spoiler Force Podcast. Make sure to follow us each on social media and find us on any major podcasting platform. Thank you for the support.